You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hey everyone, I hope you are doing okay. And if you've returned to work, I hope you're able to navigate the new normal that is now our post-lockdown experience. Now, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll know that we've spent the last two weeks looking at constructive dismissal. We've looked at how constructive dismissal is experienced by workers And we've looked at how employers can defend against allegations of constructive dismissal. And by contrast, the actions workers must take to ensure they don't lose their right to claim constructive dismissal because they failed to take appropriate action. Now, following those two editions, Last week, we received a question from a listener who listened to the first podcast and posed the following question. And the question said, Hi, I was being investigated for something that happened at work and then I was being picked on by my boss. We had an argument and I walked out because I was tired of being bullied by people at work who kept telling lies about me to the boss so I would be sacked. I spoke to my boss about this three months ago, but instead of doing something about it, he just let them make more allegations against me and I keep on being investigated. It's never ending. Is there anything I can do about this? Because I feel I have lost my job through no fault of my own. So that was the question that was posed to us. Now, we've already responded to the person that sent this question, but since the question fits in with our theme of constructive dismissal, we decided to expand on the question in this week's podcast. Okay, so the first thing to note in the question is that the worker felt he had no option but to resign from his job because he was being bullied at work. And because although he had raised the concern with his manager, he felt that nothing was being done about his concerns and the bullying was continuing. And on that basis, he felt he had no option but to resign from his job. Now, in a case such as this, this fits the classic constructive dismissal criteria, which is that a worker who resigns from their job because of the way their employer has behaved towards them can be considered to have been dismissed from their job because of what is called a fundamental breach of their contract of employment due to their employer's behaviour. Now, we have to remember here that contracts of employment can be both written and verbal, meaning that just because you may have never been given a written contract of employment does not mean that you don't have a contract. 
a tribunal will look at the circumstances surrounding your employment and will determine that an implied contract of employment exists if you've never received that contract in writing. And there are penalties that an employer will have to pay if a tribunal finds in your favour on this particular point. So the key point here is that because of a fundamental breach of your contract of employment due to your employer's behaviour and you having walked out of your job because of that behaviour, then in employment law, that would be seen as a dismissal. So the types of behaviour that have been identified as serious enough for you to feel you have no option but to resign are things like you not being paid on time or suddenly being demoted for no good reason or your employer making unreasonable changes to how you work without any proper consultation with you or you being falsely accused of misconduct at work for things like theft or fraud and other types of gross misconduct allegations, but where no proper investigation has taken place, but you being treated as if you have done these things. And of course, finally, you being bullied or harassed by other employees or indeed your boss. Now, one of the key things you need to note here is that employment law only allows you to claim constructive dismissal if you're a worker who is also an employee. Remember that an employee is someone who has a full contract of employment and as such is someone who has the most employment rights of any worker. If you want more details about what those rights are, you can re-listen to episode five of the podcast. I'll put a link to that podcast at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. Just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click the link and it will take you to podcast episode number five. So you can only claim constructive dismissal if you're an employee, any other type of worker, and you may not have the right to make that claim. So to check this, you need to look at your contract of employment. The next hurdle you need to cross is that you can only claim constructive dismissal if you have two years continuous service, meaning unbroken service, with your employer. Remember that if you are an employee who has been furloughed, your period of furlough also counts as unbroken service. Now, in the case of our listener, he fell short of his two years service by two weeks. (laughs) I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. And the reason I say this will become clearer later in the podcast. So our listener, feeling he was forced to resign at a point where he was two weeks short of his two years length of service, meant that at first glance, he couldn't claim constructive dismissal because he didn't have two years full service. But we had a closer look at his case. And when the listener explained what had been happening to him at work, we felt that perhaps the treatment he had been receiving was intended to make him resign before he was able to claim two years service. 
and we thought this because of the plans the company had for the business, which appeared not to include him. And because of this, we thought the listener should still proceed with a complaint as if he had two years service. And we advised this for the following reasons. Now, ordinarily, once you have two years service, your path to dealing with a forced resignation, which is a constructive dismissal, is pretty clear. You complete an employment tribunal form number one online, whilst at the same time contacting ACAS to get your early conciliation certificate. Now, that certificate is given to you after ACAS has looked at your complaint and has tried to resolve your complaint with your employer without success. And that process that ACAS uses to try to resolve the complaint is called the conciliation process. And that's why the certificate is referred to as an early conciliation certificate. Now, during that conciliation process, your employer may settle your claim, in which case your complaint would end there. But if your case doesn't settle in the conciliation process, you move on to the next stage where you're given a certificate by ACAS to say that you have tried conciliation. And that certificate entitles you to file your claim in an employment tribunal. Once you get that certificate, you have one month from the date of your certificate to file your case with an employment tribunal. This is why we suggest you complete your tribunal form, your ET1, at the same time as contacting ACAS, as this will save you time if conciliation with your employer can't be reached in your case. Once you lodge your case with a tribunal, your case will proceed through the normal tribunal process. However, things were not as straightforward for our listener, because if you fall short of your two years service, like our listener, technically speaking, matters would end there because you would have nowhere else to go. You could put in a grievance, but without two years service, If your employer doesn't answer that grievance, there's pretty much nothing you can do about it. However, in our listener's case, if you fall short of two years service by a matter of days or a matter of two to three weeks, we would advise you to still pursue an employment tribunal case for constructive dismissal and including your claim your belief that the conditions for your forced resignation were manufactured or set up just so you would resign before you reached the two-year length of service period. And we advise this because under Section 86.1 of the Employment Rights Act 1996, a tribunal has the power to extend an employee's effective date of termination in special circumstances. And what this means is that a tribunal can add time onto the date when you left your job. Now, tribunals can do this in special circumstances, as I've said. And one of those special circumstances is where an employee has been dismissed without any notice. 
in these types of situations, a tribunal can add on the statutory minimum notice period that goes with your length of service, which in the case of our listener, wait for it, was two weeks. Like I said earlier, you couldn't make this stuff up. So what this meant was that our listener could still apply to a tribunal for constructive dismissal and leave it up to the tribunal to use Rule 86.1 to extend his length of service if the tribunal believed that his treatment was manufactured to make him resign before his two-year length of service was complete. And in any case, the tribunal could just decide to do that because of the nature of the way our listener lost his job. And if the tribunal was in agreement with those circumstances, our listener would be entitled to claim constructive dismissal. So I guess the moral of this particular episode is that if this episode speaks to an experience that you've had, don't be quick to throw in the towel and give up on your claim for constructive dismissal. Instead, just do a quick check of the dates of your length of service and then review what's been happening to you at work. And only when you've done these two things should you make a judgment as to whether you think your treatment may have been deliberate to force you to resign as a way to frustrate your opportunity to gain your full employment rights after two years service. And that's it for this week. I hope you're able to get something out of this week's episode and we'll be back next week where we'll be dealing with everything employment rights and the job. Have a great week. Bye for now.